Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Bob Brum, who is the encouragement engineer. Bob, 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 Bob. <laughs> Bob, how you doing? Great, great. Thanks. Thanks for having me today. I appreciate it. Of course, man. Thanks for coming on the show. And we like to jump right in. So if you could start with just telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Oh, man, I always love this question. What I like to do for fun. I don't have fun. No. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah. What as a father of three, I'm, I'm, I've always been busy. My kids are now grown. So my wife and I are technically pseudo empty nesters. Um, But yeah, we like to just enjoy, you know, some quiet time every once in a while. We do like to travel when we can. Um, It's, you know, I like enjoying anything. I'll, I'll try to enjoy anything I do um, just because that's the type of person I am. I've, I've learned from a, a long time that, you know, it doesn't, doesn't help you to be negative. It doesn't help to worry. So why not be positive about things? And I just try to enjoy everything I do. Yeah, there we go. I, <laughs> it, uh, it fits the brand of encouragement engineer. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when did you, when did you make that decision about just enjoying kind of whatever is put in front of you? Cause it's a, difficult decision to make for a lot of people well yes and no i was i think it goes back to a long time ago i woke up at like two in the morning one time and i was working as a file clerk for an accounting firm and this was while i was in college and i was worried about you know copying some files or this or that or about this thing that you know maybe didn't get done or i was thinking it it had to get done on time and so forth and i looked at the clock and it was two in the morning i thought to myself what are you doing yeah. Will this matter? No, it doesn't matter. And does it affect your life? No, it doesn't. And guess what? If something happened to me and that didn't get done, somebody else would do it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, why are you worrying about this stuff that doesn't make a difference? And from that point on, I really started to look at things in a way that does it, you know, does it really have a long term effect? Um, does it really mean something to me? Um, you know, the idea that we have in our mindset, a, a positive mindset, if you will, it's a choice and it makes things a little bit better. Not, you know, things, it's not saying that things are going to be rosy and perfect by any means, but it helps you get a better equipped for those times when they're not. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, awesome. Tell us about being the encouragement engineer. What does that entail? Yeah. Well, it's as the name implies, it's encouragement. And I like to combine the two because it goes back to when I was in college, I wanted to be a constructional engineering major. And, um, you know, I love the math. The physics didn't agree with me. So <laughs> that's hard to do as an engineer. But I always had that mindset, the engineering mindset of trying to figure things out, try to to make them work. What makes it tick? What makes it, you know, um, come about? And so I went into business and accounting and, um, you know, that's where I ended up getting my degree, but I also ended up in the technical field of all things. So I went from business to a technical field and, you know, that combination of all those things kind of helped me to form this idea of the encouragement engineer, because in those 
if you will, those realms, um, accounting, technical, engineering, people aren't real enthusiastic. You usually get the, you know, some grumble, grumbling. They're not real positive about things. It's always about focus of getting something done, getting this done. But that, I like to see that change. I like to see people smile. I like to see people understand the value of possibilities. And that's where the encouragement comes into play because I think in those, any realm, whether it's any of those fields or other fields, you want to show that there's possibilities. That gives people the idea of hope and that makes them feel better. And that helps them to do whatever it might need to be done to accomplish the task you're at. Um, whether you know it's accounting during tax season to break through and get those 15 hour days done, or whether it's in a technical field where you're doing an upgrade and you're there till midnight or later and something goes wrong and you just got to break through and keep going at it. That encouragement uh, helps people to achieve those things and accomplish those goals that need to be done. Um, and that's a, you know, an encouragement of knowing your value, knowing the, the value of yourself, the value you have in your knowledge, the value you have to others. Um, and that's important because so many times we forget the people that are doing the work are people first. And I help try to bring that to different corporate audiences and to groups that I, that I speak to. And then I encourage. I gotcha. Yeah. So is when you say encouragement engineer, is it more of a technique here, some tricks and hacks to encourage really well, or is it more of a heart thing? It's, it's a little bit of both because I mean, positiveness and encouragement, it takes action. Um, I could give you ideas of encouragement and show you examples, but until you do it, you know, it really doesn't, it's just words on paper, if you will. We can all read books, but then the real trick is, can we apply that book? And that's what I help people do with encouragement is help them apply that into their life. You know, how are they looking at things? What are they doing? I, I take their examples and I help shed light on their example of how they can just look at things just a little bit different, you know, so that they can see the light and that light coming isn't a train, but it's hope, it's opportunity. It's that little adjustment of, oh, if you just looked at this this way, oh yeah, you know, that, that idea of looking outside the box, why not? Why not look a little bit different at something? It, you never know what it can shine, you know, shine for you or for others. And that's the fun of it. You know, you start to see, as I talk about it, you can tell I get a little excited about it. Yeah. That's what other people start to feel is they feel that excitement. They, they feel that opportunity. And then it's like, oh, I can do that. When you get them to understand that, that they can do it, they're taking the action and you're just watching and smiling and letting them go. You know, that's that's the key piece is helping somebody to understand they can achieve something or do, take the action necessary to do something and they do it. That's such a great rewarding experience to see that that action. Oh, I agree. One hundred percent. Well, awesome, man. Tell us a bit more about your motivation in life. What really gets you up and keeps you going? That gets me up and keeps me going. The idea that I can get up. I mean, you know, I, I woke up I wake up every day. I, I get up pretty early at four thirty and you know, the first thing I think is thank God that I woke up because there's people that haven't, um, I, you know, experienced that losing many family members early in my life, um, knowing that I have the ability to take that next day and, I, you know, opportunity experience today. I'm thankful for that. I, I pray that my kids are safe. Um, you know, it's that's what keeps me going is the idea that I have abilities that and gifts that I think I'm here 
by our creator that I was given and that I need to share that with people. I, I need to make sure they understand that they can do great things as well. They have, you know, such power and greatness in them and we can all share that and helping people understand that is, you know, something that keeps me going. Mm, I gotcha. Yeah. That, um, that gratitude for just being able to get up, get being able to enjoy life and then being able to share that with others goes a long way. Simple stuff, yeah. but it goes a long way. It does. Well, yeah. Cool. Bob, let's go ahead and jump into your dreams and goals, man. Tell us about your vision for your speaking career, your company and your life. Yeah. Well, you know, for my my speaking career and my life, if you will, I just I want to be able to encourage. I love encouraging large audiences. The bigger the audience, the more energy I get from it. But that sharing that idea, as I mentioned before, that idea of positiveness, of being thankful in our life, being gracious in of what we have, and knowing that we have immense power is a great thing for people to understand, knowing that we we can do great things, but our choices and our actions are what's critical. And we helping people to see that again, see those opportunities, see that light that's coming. Um, it's not always a train. It's an opportunity to take that step forward. It's that opportunity to go ask that person out on a date, not text them, but ask them out and talk to somebody. It's that option to, you know, choose something that might be a little bit better. It might be harder, but it's going to be better for you in the long run. You know, like working out. It's not always easy, but it's so beneficial for you. Yeah. And what's the long term goal you're looking for? You know, I, I help people to recognize that idea and what's that path they can take. Um, those are some of the key things I do, you know, with my speaking and my encouragement for, you know, corporate audiences, collegiate audiences, individuals and groups as well. It's it's showing that light, showing that hope and showing people, you know, at the same time, we can have fun doing it. You know, that's key, too, because I know people like to have fun when they're doing stuff. So you keep a smile on your face, keep it, you know, light and still get those points across of achievement and what they can do is a, is a great, you know, thing that I, I love to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So really just encouraging large audiences to seize opportunity. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's interesting when you talk to younger audiences, whether it's high school or college, they, you know, sometimes they're looking at you like, what's this guy talking about? And when you can relate to what they may be going through, and that's part of the research of, you know, when you go into these groups of talking to what have they done recent? What are they doing? What are some things that are going on in their lives? And you can connect with that. That makes it such a higher value for the audience because they understand that you understand them. You know, as the old Jerry Maguire film thing, you know, what, you know, how can you help me? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's um, that scenario is understanding the value you can bring for an audience. Mm. I gotcha. Well, yeah. any other dreams or goals that you want to add to that? Well, some of the dreams, I mean, personal dreams I have, I, I always wanted to travel to Italy and Germany. Um, you know, that'll get there someday, I think. And uh, Australia is another one. I mean, I've been on podcasts throughout the world and Australia is a big one. They, they follow my podcast as well. And they love my accent. Which, you know, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, they like the American accent, but um, it, that's a good group. I'd love to get over there just to experience that. Um, you know, I, I love that idea of traveling. Um, there's still so many places in the U.S. that I'd love to see, too. Um, get up to Alaska. My son recently went up there, said it was amazing. I wouldn't mind seeing, at least being able to see it and experience that a little bit. Um, but, you know, it, right now it's, you know, just keeping up with what I can do and sharing a smile with people, staying fit. 
um, the, you know, being alive. I think that's a personal goal that's always on my mind is, you know, being fit enough to carry on and enjoy life. Uh, my parents were um, both in their 90s when they passed away. So it's genetically, I think I got a good chance here. Um, so I'm, I'm going to make the most of it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure... Um... Uh like living the life of encouragement and fulfillment and really being in touch with your day to day will definitely help because it minimizes stress and stress is a big killer. And you bring up a great point because that's, that's the one thing I don't, I try not to do as much as possible. Isn't that worry? What does it, you know, what is it good for? As the song says, absolutely nothing, but you know, it's like a rocking chair, you know, do a whole lot of work, but you go nowhere and worry does that for you. It doesn't do anything but create stress, create, you know, hardship on your body and your mind. You don't need that. You put it in perspective. And like I said, in that story that I talked about when I woke up at two in the morning, what value is there in that? No, I pray, I give it to God and I move on because I know he can give me the ability to, to handle the situation. But at the same time, I can't worry about the future because I'm not there yet. I can't worry about the past. It's already done. What I have is now. And so what, what can I do now? What can we do now to, you know, make the future positive? Um, you know, you can plan, you can you respond to things. You don't react, you respond because it gives you time to think. And so I think that's, you know, one of the things that helps myself a lot in situations. And I, I express that to others and, you know, that value. So, um, that's, you know, one of the other things I try to do to make sure it keeps me going that way. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. And I really like the point about, um, there's action to be taken. So you talked earlier about how encouraging takes action, but there's also points in time where you you're worrying and you cannot take action. Yeah. And that's like the 2 AM scenario. And what's really (laughs) interesting is there's whenever you're worrying, it's because you can't take action because if you could take action, it would be very apparent what you needed to do in that moment. And you could just go do it. And so there's either some action you need to do and you're avoiding it, which procrastination, we do that too. And we tend to worry or we just worry about something that's out of our control. Right. And it's out of our control. So it's, it's accepting that reality. That's a hard one for a lot of people is we don't control everything. Okay. You know, you're not going to control what somebody thinks about you or think about what you, you know, you can't control how somebody responds to something you said. You said it, you thought you may have said it the best way you could at the time. Okay. You know, whether it was good or bad, then play that card as it's dealt. But you can't, you know, fret over what coulda, woulda, shoulda. That doesn't do anything but make a mess all over everything. So that's a fact. fact. Well, awesome. Bob, what are the top one to two skills that you need to develop right now to make some of these dreams and goals come true? Me, myself? You, yourself. Okay. Well, obviously, to travel to a foreign country, I've got to get my passport, and I'm working on that. So, yeah, mine expired, but i got to get one for my wife and I, you know, so get those squared away. Um, and then just, you know, the other thing is speaking to large groups. That's why I have a podcast to show examples of what I do. I have guests on as well as you. You know, you understand the value of podcasting. It helps to show the value you offer people. So I'm doing that to grow the speaking business, to grow the encouragement and showing people what I can do. Um, those are the things that I do right now. There we go. There we go. And so the podcast, what is, um, what is the method 
of, you know, growing it, getting it to people for you. Because for me, for the longest time, like literally up until like the past couple weeks, I hadn't thought about actually marketing this podcast. I was like, if I create it, they'll come. Oh, that was that was not yeah. the truth. No. <laughs> so yeah. what's that for you? Um, I I stick with a lot of marketing on LinkedIn through different professional groups. Um, that's a very good uh, avenue for me as well as, you know, to get, you know, to get the exposure out as you bring on guests, you ask them for referrals. That's key. Ask the questions. If you have a question you're not sure about, you can, you know, you want to ask about it. And sometimes that means, Hey, do you know people that are looking for a speaker? Do you know people that might, you know, be looking for somebody to encourage their group, whether it's students, whether it's college students, whether it's, you know, a corporate audience, uh, civic groups, whatever though, you can ask those people that. And as you build that clientele and they see more of your work, they start to like it more and then they'll share it. And then, you know, that's how you start to get on things around the world. And, you know, I use different resources out there as well to market the podcast. Uh, I do a lot of stuff through Podmatch. And so that's, you know, how we we ran into each other, I believe. And, yep. you know, that's um, it, it's a great resource for getting guests, for being on other people's shows, things like that. But, um, you know, you, I also market to local TV radio stations if something comes up that's a topic that is lines up with what I do. I send an email to different news organizations. Are you looking for a guest that might be able to help with this? You know, so that's, you know, a way of, of growing the podcast as well. And I got a, a number of friends that helped me to, you know, build and, and tweak my message as well. So, you know, don't be afraid of uh, constructive criticism. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I love it. I love how you're attacking it. Uh, what are the highest impact daily actions that are really going to tick the needle forward towards your dreams and goals? Uh, well, that is, I got to go back to the basics and that's health. Mm -hmm. um, you've got to be here to be able to do the action. And so it's important to take care of your health, um, you know, physically, mentally, it all combines uh, no matter what you do. It, that's a key piece. When see people, you know, see a speaker come into the room, they want to see energy, vibrance. They want to see that he's understanding and engaging, or he or she, um, be that person. And so, in order to do that, you've got to be physically fit. If you know, if I had an extra sixty pounds on me and I walked into a room and I didn't have the energy, I said, "Oh, how you doing?" So I don't like eat, or I don't think many people would be encouraged to listen to what I had to say. They'd be looking at their their watch, reading the newspaper, you know, looking at emails, whatever. Um, when I come in with some energy and I start out differently and I I walk around the room and I, you know, am part of that audience, that's what they see. That's what they like. And that brings you closer to that audience so that they're they're part of that. So I would say health is a key one for anything we're doing and, and making sure we're, we're healthy and staying fit in our mind and our body. Mm. What's the health plan for you? Are you do you like to lift? Are you more of a cardio guy? Just diet and walk? Mm. I, I like to lift. Yeah, I'm, I'm usually in the gym in a minimum of three days a week. Um, I do like I, I do some cardio because it, as I've gotten older, I definitely know I need it. I've got some apps on my phone that give me opportunity to do workouts at home, uh, ab workouts, things that don't require a lot of weights because I don't have free weights at home. Um, I've just got a couple dumbbells, things like that, some bands. But, you know, those are some key things that that help you. You got all kinds of apps out there trying them. You know, if nothing else, you, you don't, so there's a lot of free ones out there that offer some good things. Try them out, see what they do, see how you feel with it. 
but stick with it. If it's a 30-day trial thing, do it for 30 days. If it's a 10-day program, do it for 10 days. Don't just, oh, this hurts after three days, I'm done. The point is, it's going to take a little bit to change what you're doing. So stick with it. I think that, you know, your self-discipline and perseverance is, is a good, you know, two good aspects you need for anything you're going to do. Yeah. Talk to us a bit more about consistency. For those out there who are listening, maybe they're struggling to stay consistent. What are some, uh, what are some ways that we can be more consistent in our daily lives? Whatever you're going to do, whatever, if it's a, you know, no matter what the goal may be or the action may be, put it in a value in your mindset that if you don't do it, you could die. Look at it that way. I mean, that can be kind of over the top for some people. I look at it as that action, that whatever it may be, whether it's working out every morning or whether it's listening to an encouraging motivational podcast, doing that every day, that's important for my growth. My growth is critical for me being here. If I'm not here, who else is going to help encourage the world? I'm sure there's other people out there, but they can't do it like Bob can. Yeah. You know, I want to be able to offer what I have, my gift to the world. And in order to do that, I've got to be consistent with my actions to improve myself, improve my message, improve my skill. And that's critical to what I do. And so that that, that makes me, you know, I get up, I, I have my routine. I'm reading my, my devotional in the morning. I'm, I'm sending out some updating some podcasts posts that I have that go out on a daily basis. Um, my encouragement engineering podcast, it, it goes out on a weekly basis. I'm consistent with that. I have my one minute motivations that go out every morning at four 30 in the morning. Those are set up, you know, to go out on a weekly basis and you got to have that consistency. Um, you know, it's, I get up, I work out, I eat my breakfast, I drink my water, I have plenty of fluids. I have certain things I listen to in the morning that keep me focused on a positive trajectory. Because if you turn on the news and the negativity of all the mess of the world, that can take you on the road you don't want to be on the rest of the day. And it really does affect your mindset and what happens during your day. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it'll be the smallest thing that'll just (laughs) send the dominoes falling in the wrong direction for sure. (laughs) It doesn't take a lot to knock over a domino. I mean, and you look yeah. at the effects of it, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I like the the mindset, even though it is a bit extreme. I like extreme personally. Yeah. Uh, just act like your life is on the line when yeah. it comes to being consistent. Because let's be real. Every day you either grew a little bit or you died a little bit. Yeah. And if you're not taking those growth steps, a part of you, a part of your potential did die that day. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't want to go to the grave with all that potential next to you, you know, exactly. you know, wear it out. You know, you're going to, when you're done, have it all gone, you know? Yeah. Ooh, Bob, you're about to make me go do something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, Bob, what character trait do you most need to develop right now to make some of these dreams and goals come true? That one is, it's funny. Cause I read that like four or five times. Some of the stuff you sent me and I was like, man, Ah, this one's going to hurt a little bit. I would say, out of that, I would say maybe patience. I want things happening now. I, as I've gotten older, I've realized you don't get them now. (laughs) You got to take some time. You got to be patient. That means slowing down. Um, My wife tells me that all the time. You got to slow down. My son would tell me that you got to slow down. 
and I'm like, but that doesn't let me get things done. I want to get things done. So it, it, that's a one for me. That's a kind of a struggle that back and forth, but you know, I I'm learning to manage it. I'm learning to improve that, to have the patience, to slow down a bit, um, explain things slower for some people and, and, and thoroughly. And I think that that's a, a skill that's helping me as I get older. Mm. Yeah, I like that a lot. I think Andy Frisella was talking on a podcast with Alex Hormozzi, maybe, or it was somebody else. But he was talking about aggressive patience, where it's like, <laughs> you just work your butt off, but you don't expect the outcome to come within a day. Like, you don't expect yeah. to work yeah. your butt off for a day and then see the outcome. It's like, work your butt off every day for 10 years right and then see the outcome that kind of aggressive patience where you're still getting after it but you're not stressing over the outcome not coming yet and that's a good perspective because yeah so many times we're you know we're a microwave society in a crockpot world and we've got to understand that you know what (laughs) (laughs) you like that huh yeah (laughs) i mean think about it we we go into a drive-thru and we don't want to wait two extra minutes while they cook some fries we don't need the fries in the first place but we don't want to wait because they get to cook them what that's a vicious circle Uh so take some time ask the person how they're doing say hey thank you for being here you know they may not even hear that while they're in their drive-through line because everybody's so happy to be there right yep. let them know they're appreciated yep. <laughs> and you'd be surprised how that Just changes their, their whole day, day. Oh, yeah. yeah you know it's it's a great way to do it no that that's um it really is crazy how sometimes people just need like one kind word yeah just yeah. one kind word it'll, it'll yeah anyway yeah. that's awesome so patience patience is yeah. great well, cool. If there were one or two people you could meet right now, this could be a specific person or a type of person, and they'd really help you take that next step towards your dreams and goals. Who would they be, and how would they help you? Well, let's go back all the way. You know, I'd say Jesus. If you're going to get the answer from the source, go to the source, right? You know? Yeah. yeah. And and he guess what? He gave us a book, an instruction book, you know, uh-huh. and we can read that all the time. And, you know, it gives you the good and the bad and it lets you know a direction and a positive and the negative. But think about having a conversation with Jesus. Wow. Imagine that, you know, just the the feeling of that, the emotion of it, the the freeing spiritness that you could have just in that that conversation. It would be amazing. Yeah, it's I've read some books of people that, you know, I've, you know, had, you know, near death experiences and and whatnot. And just that explanation of feeling of joy and um, freedom that they experienced is just something that's so amazing. That's really, really something. And I I even saw it when my father passed away because he used to always have see this crease right here. Yeah. Well, he would have that all the time from doing this type of thing and worrying about stuff that he didn't need to worry about. Uh-huh. When he passed away, that disappeared. It, yeah. it literally went off his forehead because he didn't have that anymore. You know, it's something we create in our limited view of the world. And there's a greater source that says, you don't need to worry about this stuff that you think is important. So, you know. The fact. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Jesus Christ. There we go. And how would he help you? Would he help you develop patience? Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You know, it's uh, 
Yes. They think about the patience he had with what he went through and he knew it was happening. Uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. It's crazy because he knew what was going to go down. Yeah. Like from the day he was born, he knew what was going to go down. Yeah. I would have spent the whole 33 <laughs> years just stressed. <laughs> right. Just you miserable. Look like you were 80. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. he's out here just loving people unconditionally yeah. while he's about to go die at 33 and knows it all along, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. And just to have that that peace and sense of security, uh, just be amazing. Yeah, 100%. Well, now we're going to jump into our thriving three. And the first question is, what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one of those. Uh, just one. You could do all three. <laughs> well, I, I, I can't really say a, a movie. I'm not that big of a movie watcher myself, but... Uh-huh podcast or a book i mean like i mentioned the bible is a very good one um another one is a think and grow rich because it, it's the the first if you will personal growth type book from some yeah. people that had achieved great things and napoleon hill documented that. um as far as a podcast if you've ever listened to mike rose the way i heard it very interesting podcast mike rowe if you know him from dirty jobs great guy down to earth you know, salt of the earth type guy, it, he gives it as it is. And that's what I appreciate is he's not afraid to get his hands dirty. He may not like it on some of those jobs, but you know, <laughs> it's, he, he explains it well. And he has some great guests on there that give a different perspective that maybe you didn't think about some of these issues that are going on in our world. And um, just, it's a very good podcast. Uh, very, the topics change all the time. So it's always changing. Um, but the way he is too, it's, he's, um, an interesting background. He was a baritone opera singer. There we go. You know, so, so why is it called the way I heard it? Because it's based off of the a way he heard a topic. So the way he heard it, and then he talks about a certain topic on that episode. Oh, and his interpretation about it, and then he has a guest on, and they talk about it. So it's it's really an interesting concept, and how they they go about the conversations they have. I got you. I got yeah. you. So. Does he do a different topic every show or will he come back to some topics with some guests? Um, he he pretty much does a different topic on every show. Um, it's You know, the episodes are usually about an hour. Um, the only one he's done, if you will, coming back to was his mother's an author. And so he's had her on a few times talking about her book. And so he would go through certain chapters and then the next session, he would talk about a few more chapters in the book and so forth. Um, but I think that's the only one he's had repetitively. Of course, you know, you want to have your mom on. That's a good guest to have on. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, nice. Yeah. Well, what is one way you like to take care of yourself? Working out is a big one. You know, that's always a, a a yeah, big one for me. Um, the other thing is taking time in the morning to be or in the evening to just be outside and enjoy the outside. Um, I, I have the pleasure of living in Florida, so I have palm trees all over. I grow palm trees. I love the greenery. Um, I'd love to be outside and enjoy that, whether it's warm, cold. It doesn't make too much of a difference to me. I mean, I say cold, you know, it gets to 50 degrees sometimes. Um, is that winter, actually but... the coldest Florida? <laughs> oh, we've gotten down into the 30s. Okay, I got you. But it, you know, it warms up. So I'm originally yeah. from Michigan. So I mean, I was, I knew some cold, man. And uh-huh. I, I got tired of it. 
So yeah, that's why yeah. I headed south. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm in Texas. Okay, so all right, yeah. I I love the warm, but people will say like Florida and California has better weather, and I just I want to go see. I've never seen it for myself, but I'm like, oh, we, okay. We never really get below thirty. Like if it's twenty five yeah. here, it's like the yeah. world is on. Yeah like yeah. pause basically <laughs> yeah last winter you guys got nailed so you gotta go experience it cold yeah. yeah yeah and we, we had another one actually that was like um like we lost electricity because it, it was 30 and yeah it wasn't like super cold or anything but it was still 30 degrees and our electricity went out for like two or three days wow texas but anyway yeah yeah, we always, unfortunately, those hurricanes come through by us and we'll get, you know, knocks it out when it's 80 to 90 degrees outside and you're hoping it's not that hot because if the air's got to be off for a few days because of power, you know, yeah. you, you, don't want, <laughs> you don't want to have that. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it scary when the hurricanes hit? <laughs> you know, it, it. you pray a lot, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm in the Tampa side, so we've been quite fortunate um, but you prepare as best you can. And if you got to evacuate, you do what you got to do. And, you know, it is what it is. It's a house. So my family comes first and, and I'm not too worried about the building. It's, you know, if it's there, great. If it's not, okay, we'll fix it. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> I gotcha. Well, awesome. What is one action step? Oh, this is going to be interesting. You can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it to get that, get more and more personal with Jesus Christ to where you're actually like just talking to him in your prayer life. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the ultimate goal, if you will. Yep. You know, it's, we, it, it's, it's always interesting because that's a, a piece that, yeah, if, if you want to get that close and get, that educated and learned you've definitely got to have that relationship and um it was interesting a pastor recently reminded me of when he was talking that we try to put god in a box and when we do that we limit what he can do in our lives but that's our mind is we limit what we believe we can do yeah. god you know he's infinite yeah. and so that's what we need to see is we need to see that infinite ability infinite opportunities we have all around us um they're not always going to be easy we're not always going to like them but there's he's setting you up for greatness and that's an opportunity it could be talking to somebody you may not want to talk to or inviting somebody to something you didn't know was around you learned a great ability about them and things so you know look at the opportunities everything's an opportunity in our life yeah yeah, one hundred percent. I um, I like that idea that we just called out of the fact that we limit ourselves, and I like bringing awareness to it because I mean, you can call yourself out on where you're limiting yourself, and maybe yeah. step into a bit more abundance, and where you're limiting God, really. Yeah. And a specific example of this, there's that scripture where it's like men ought to always pray, and for the longest time, I had one notion of prayer like bow your head yeah. close your eyes yeah. hold hands with the congregation or whatever right and pray and i was like if men ought always pray how am i supposed to always be praying and then also <laughs> live my life right that's right. like you know somebody 
talk to me about how prayer is like just communication with God or communicating with God. And then you see like faith without works is dead. And so clearly our displays of faith, our works rooted in faith can communicate something to God or like 90% of human communication is with our body language. And right. so are we walking around with body language that is displaying the fruit of the spirit? Or are we walking around with body language that is displaying fear? Like I started thinking of all these ways where we could be communicating with God. And I was like, well, always praying is more like just realizing that he's always there with you and you're always representing him, you know? Yeah. And, and then- that's a, that's a big one. I mean, you think about that is anything. And, and that's where we, we've got to get out of our own way mm-hmm. is that ability. We have the ability, like you said, okay, always be praying. I mean, I could be out in the yard shoveling something or fixing something and I'm praying because God, give me the patience. The screw's not coming out right. Uh-huh. You know, help me understand how to put this back together or where, how far do I have to do this? You know, as well as your acts, your acts of kindness, your acts of, or gestures towards other people. Um, you bring up that great point because it's so important. We have so many avenues around us to grow, to be encouraged, to be that example that Jesus set for us. Like you said, he knew what was happening from the day he was born. And yet he was out here enjoying everything. And that's where we need to be. We need to get out of our own way, enjoy everything. The reality is we're all going to die. Take it, leave it. You know, it is going to happen someday. What, when and where we don't know. Okay, you prepare the best you can and enjoy the rest. And you know? yeah. <laughs> you know, make up a will doesn't mean you're going to die. Just have the paperwork prepared. Have life insurance doesn't mean you're going to use it. Just have it in case. You know, set those things up and set them and don't think about it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Well, awesome. We're going to jump to our final section of the podcast now. And these can get a bit personal. So if you don't want to answer them, just be like, I'll pass. And I'll be like, okay, pass. (laughs) So what is one limiting belief that continues to pop up in your life, if any? And for this specifically, I'm going to change the question a little bit because of the conversation we just had. What is one way you think you are limiting God in your life? Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to, you know, I am what I am just like every other human. I try to do it myself, mm-hmm. but let God steer the bike. And it, it's interesting. A, a friend of mine, Tim Whipple, who helped build, he built Bridgepoint church down here in Florida. Um, he wrote a book and talked about that. Let God do the steering, you know, yeah. let him steer the bike. And that's what we got to do is just let him control, you know, things are going to happen. Let him be in control of it. Mm. It doesn't, you know, you don't have to worry. You don't have to try to control it. And that's a big one, I think, for a lot of people is we don't control anything, really. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. So what specific actions kind of reinforce this limiting belief? You trying to do it yourself. Are there any uh, examples you can think of or just kind yeah. of a general? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I could, I could be here for a long time. No. Um, <laughs> you know, trying to, again, it, it, it goes back to patient. Well, I want it now. So I'll act and maybe thinking I'm doing something right. And hurrying along and trying to get something, driving through traffic quickly, et cetera, like that. One, it could hurt me because I could get in an accident. It could hurt somebody else because I get in an accident. It could hurt my family because of the results of what I, you know, because of my lack of patience. God's telling you, slow down. It's okay. Love your neighbor. You know, everybody is, you know, 
a, a child of God. And we have to remember that. And sometimes we try to move so fast, we forget that concept. Um, it's to me, it's relieving to remind myself of that and understand that it's like, it helps me to slow down. Yeah. Um, so, you know, those are some of the things that I definitely, you know, like in any other person, mortal person that will, um, does things that, uh, definitely goes against some of the, the ideas we were given 10 commandments, not suggestions. Yeah. And so many times, you know, we try to control that even the, you know, the, the who was it? The, the Israeli lights when Moses came down from the mountain, you know, uh-huh. the, and they were building false idols and things like that because they didn't have the patience. Yep. You know? <laughs> so, you know, it's happened for a long time and we need to remind ourselves of that. For sure. For sure. Well, awesome. If you were to change that kind of belief into an abundant phrase that would really speak to your heart in the way that you need to hear it, what would that phrase be? Breathe. I just did it. Did you sure. hear that? I Breathe. did. Yeah. You know, because it lets you reset. It lets you stop for a second. It lets you think. We need to do more of that. We need to slow down and think. And that's, it can be hard, but I would say breathe would be the the big one for a lot of people. Um, we got to remember to do it sometimes. <laughs> you know, it's just that scenario of of stopping for a few and just enjoying a moment you know and if you have a quiet time in the morning enjoy that cup of coffee enjoy the quiet don't turn on the tv enjoy the quiet when the dog comes up to you in the morning say hey he's you know getting anxious to let you out okay enjoy the the tail wagging of the dog the excitement that they love you unconditionally you know mm-hmm. so i love it <laughs> yeah um you know a lot of people were talking about they come on the show they'll talk about <laughs> meditating they'll talk yeah. about just sitting They'll talk about just being present. And, you know, I feel like the translation for meditation in Christian life is really prayer, like just sitting with God and like dwelling on scripture. And it kind of somebody said something on my show. I can't remember um, which episode it was, but it brought a completely new light to the the scripture. Be still and know that I am God. It's Mm -hmm. like, that point about breathing, that point about just being still, that point about just like getting present, maybe feeling the Holy Spirit in you, just like be still and know that yeah. he's God. Like that brings the patience, that brings the like confidence in his word and his promises and just hit me different that, that episode. But think about what you just said too. Be still and know that I am God. Okay. God created everything. God is all. Doesn't that make you feel like, wow. You yeah. know, like you're in the presence of something awesome. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the best part about it is you get to be a part of that. Yeah. You know, think about that with your prayer. You get to be part of that scenario. You get to be part of that feeling, part of that invigoration. Um, that's that's cool. Yeah. So yeah. epic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Well, um, when these when the limiting beliefs start to take over, you notice you're trying to do it yourself. What thoughts or actions do you resort to in order to redirect? Um, <laughs> knowing that I'm not one, I'm not in control. Two, that you know I'm doing this to myself, so stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know sometimes you just gotta you know hey stop. <laughs> uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Um, but 
Yeah, those are, it's that reminder to yourself, I think, of putting yourself in the proper frame of mind, proper situation, if you will. Yeah. Um, like I said, with our society going so fast all the time, we've got to take the time. And I try to do this often as well. I don't have much luck at it sometimes, but um, that idea of slow down, you know, just slow down. My dad would tell me that too. My wife told me that. My kids have told me that. Yeah. hearing it is a good reminder, but sometimes you just got to take that time to do it. There we go. <laughs> All right. One last question for you. you. Ready? Yep. What is your favorite belief about yourself? <sighs> my favorite belief about myself, my positive energy. Mm. Yeah. Um, again, it's, it's that idea that I get to share that with people it helps people to see opportunity, helps them to see what they can do, helps them to see the the options they may have. And I think that's critical. It's not just about me. It's about giving it away. I think that's that's critical is giving away that, that positive feelings you have helps people feel better. I mean, you know, it's just the idea of, you know, following up with somebody when, you know, maybe they had a death in the family or something like that. It means a lot to people just that you're thinking about them. Those little actions are positive actions you can take to help other people. It doesn't necessarily help you. Um, and maybe it does because you know you're helping somebody. So yeah. that's, you know, some of the things I, I look at is that positive belief that I, I believe I have in the positive energy that, that's meant to be shared with others. Yeah, I love it. Well, awesome, Thanks. Bob. That's all we got for you, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, thank you, Tim. I appreciate, you know, the time today and thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Of course. Is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? I just, you know, like I said, I want to say thank you. I want to offer people if they need a speaker, an encouragement engineer for their group, their, you know, organization, I'd love to help. They can contact me. Look me up at BobBrumSpeaks.com, um, the Encouragement Engineering Podcast. That's my podcast um, that I have guests on. I have one minute motivations that are out on social media as well. So I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook. Um, you can look me up on there. I'd love to connect and help people out. There we go. Well, you guys heard him. If you love this energy, you love this vibe, make sure to check him out on social media, go to his website, refer him. If you know anybody who needs a speaker and yeah, thank you guys for watching. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.